0: Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I'm your host, Lily. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternity event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to Episode 3, where today we will hear from Camille. Hi, Camille. Hi. I met you last weekend at our local NPE meet and greet, and you had a fascinating story. So thank you so much for being willing to talk with me more today. You're welcome. So if you don't mind, can you start from the beginning and tell me uh, what your childhood was like, what your family was like growing up?
1: Yes, I grew up as the youngest in a family of four children, intact family with parents included. My father was 100% uh, from the Swedish community in Chicago. So uh, the genetics um, that he brought to the table were understood all along to be Swedish. My mother was old American from Texas. And so as we came along, she pursued uh, our genealogy very actively uh, in order to um, draw out the tree and um, complete uh, the story for us so that, sh- that we would know our origins. So fast forward to 2010, when Ancestry first became a thing. And I went online, joined and built out our family tree. Uh, in the cyberspace, and then printed it for everybody and closed my account. And uh, then in 2017, when the DNA testing became popular, it only follows, I'm sure you can see, for me to go ahead and submit my DNA so that I could prove what we all understood to be our family uh, DNA story. So Uh, I did that and the results came back with no Swedish at all in my DNA. And I simply looked at that as if perhaps the Swedish people that we were from, that my half of my family was from, would simply be more recently from Western Europe than all Swedish. And so I I just didn't even think anything about it. I shared it with my family in a family texting stream that we can uh, maintain And the jokes began about how we were British. And then uh, there was silence from on the texting stream. And I I didn't give it any more thought myself. A few days later, I received a phone call from my mother where she literally said on the phone, uh, don't talk to your uncle. Uh, My dad's only living relative at that time. Uh, And my dad was, by the way, deceased at this time, the dad that raised me. And she said, don't share that with him because that is not going to be the same as his DNA. He is actually Swedish, 100% Swedish. And I said, what are you saying to me? And she said to me that there was sin in her life. And uh, at that point in the conversation, I, my mind just needed to escape the conversation so that I could think about what in the world she was talking about. I got off the phone with her, called my children, my sister. We had fast and furious conversations the rest of that day, and the next morning, I called her again and proceeded to finally ask her what she meant. I ignorantly and innocently actually hoped that she would tell me that I didn't understand what she said correctly. Uh, instead, she gave me a weird—I guess you would say—sort of a mental dump of 56, uh, 58 years of inform of of a secret that she's been holding, and so the information that came out was random. Some of it was information you wouldn't normally tell, (laughs) probably, but she just blurted out information for 30 minutes, and then I, again, just couldn't cope with the information anymore, got off the phone. That's literally the last phone conversation I've had with my mother, so that was 2017. Uh, We all did fly down and meet with her within a few weeks, Um, but in the meantime, bear in mind that what she told me was that I might not be the only one of the four children in the family that had this DNA. And so I will back up here and just tell you that, that all through our growing up years, my, the oldest two are dark like our dad and the youngest two are like, like, light like our mom, like complected. And we, the personalities were so distinctly different, the way we interacted with mom and dad, everything that we jokingly, all of my life, have talked about how there were two families. So Jack, my brother that's next to me in line and also fair, sent off his DNA sample as quickly as he could. So we met with our mother within about six weeks of this coming out. And a few days after we had met with her, his results came in and he is my only 100% sibling. So um, that would put us at a point where um, we've, we've seen my mother. She was angry that I brought this out. And that is the last time until this year, just a few weeks ago that I have seen her. Uh, we just text and I uh, send her gifts and things, but it's very strained, I would say.
0: is Has your mother shown remorse at all towards you?
1: An excellent question. I feel like the only thing that I can say, I'm trying to be objective in this, but I would say that she's very desperate to be forgiven, uh, but wants to for the, for the status quo to not be interrupted, more than anything, and she's a woman who has uh, had all of the respect of her family, and has been even living atop a pedestal, I would say, and um, really wants that to to be maintained.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. That's very important, I'm sure, to her. I'm sorry for for you. Wow, and. You are the first NPE I've talked to that actually has a 100% full sibling. <laughs> so you and your younger brother are full siblings. So how did how did this happen? Do you mind telling me more?
1: No, I don't mind. Um, in the 50s, my parents met and married in Caracas, Venezuela, came back to the States, uh, already pregnant with my sister, Uh, moved right to California. They had my brother Art next. Uh, All the while they were members of a church in uh, a place in California, and they were friendly with the pastor and his wife, and apparently very friendly between my mother and the pastor because um, he is my biological father, as it turns out. And so they had an affair that lasted uh, at least four years from best information. And as they my parents moved because of work to Colorado when I was uh, in utero. Uh, he actually came to Colorado at least once after I was born and saw my mother again and saw me. And apparently they knew in, in almost, uh, without any doubt, terms uh, that Jack and I, uh, excuse me for using the word, the name, but my uh, brother and I were 100% theirs, um, the youngest two. So your
0: family's pastor, your biological father, he he knew about you. He knew that he you and your younger brother were his. Yes. Wow. Okay. And they had a a longstanding affair, you said at least a few years?
1: Yes, four years minimum.
0: Did your biological I'm sorry, your birth certificate father, did your birth certificate dad, your dad who raised you, did he know about this? Nope. And how about your, your siblings you were raised with, the, the ones that you had believed to be full siblings, but are now in fact your half siblings?
1: No one knew. Uh, I, I believe 100% that, no, that my mother managed to keep this secret entirely to herself. And that is stunning. And I would say that to anyone listening, that probably the most difficult part of this information coming out is when you know that someone has kept a secret like that, you're not just impressed that they're strong-willed or that they can be that discreet, but you begin to look at what it takes to keep a secret like that. And it's never just one secret. There have to be many lies upon lies upon lies to maintain that secret.
0: Yes, really there does. And you think the first time this came out was when you had your, or when you, when she told you there was sin in her life, right? Those were her words. Yeah. Okay. So what has happened since you found out?
1: Well, I would say that uh, for Jack and me for, well, whatever, it doesn't matter if that name is in there, I suppose. But anyway, for my brother and me that are a hundred percent, we're, We've always been extraordinarily close and it seemed to explain um, a lot of things. Um, the closeness, it seemed to explain why when you look and review our family photos, whether it's in the massive slide collection that my dad had or all the snapshots that we've taken or found over the years, there are so many of, Jack, of, of just me and my brother uh, my hundred percent brother and almost none of the first two alone as a set of you know two individuals in a photo there's almost none and almost none of either of them with one of us in in photos it's just groups big groups the whole family all all four children or the youngest two and um, that I don't have an answer for but it's it's true but this Adds a dimension to that that I don't know whether it explains it, but it certainly uh, puts a spotlight on that. And then we um, have come to know, we came to know even before my brother's DNA results came back, that we had living half siblings that had been raised with our biological father, his his intact family. And we actually are very much in touch with them. We met them Uh, within a few months of the DNA coming out at all. Uh, They are wonderful people and I have continued to pursue them one-on-one and uh, and we're meeting again this year as a group. Um, The relationships are so important to me because I began to see more of the things about myself that I didn't realize um, I needed to know. You have been in
0: touch with your new half-siblings. That's wonderful. And how about their parents or their mom? And what about your, your biological father?
1: Well, aside from the fact that we're quite sure from my mother's point of view that he knew, there is nothing to indicate that he relayed this to his wife and certainly never confessed this to his children. And I, they've made no, no bones about it. When they when his children first agreed to meet with us, they felt very much like they needed to make up for the fact that their father knew about other children he had and, quote-unquote, neglected us. And so they wanted to write that by connecting with us and then in short order, because the, the relationship existed. It's almost like... Last week when we met as DNA NPEs together in a room, there was a connection you can't explain just because of commonality. And uh, it was the same thing and certainly uh, deeper with these siblings. And they, they said in a few hours of knowing each other that now they wanted to pursue us because they, they simply loved us and they wanted us in their lives not to make up for their dad.
0: Is your biological father,
1: is he is he
0: deceased?
1: He died the same year as my Birth certificate, father. Tragically, I would have. I, I do admit to massive amounts of disappointment and and anger that I was not ever allowed the opportunity to choose to confront or meet or expose myself to him in any way.
0: You're grieving it, but there's still so much frustration mm-hmm. and and so many things left unanswered. And um, yes. And what about his his wife? Is she still in the picture?
1: Is she still around? She died before he did. Okay. And you know, again, we don't. There's no uh, information that would lead us to believe that she knew.
0: And your your two half siblings, the ones that you believe them to be full, growing up, yeah. Did they? Do they now know? How do? How are they responding to this?
1: They're responding uniquely, because my uh, half-sister I grew up with has been a close, close connection to me for many years now. And so uh, she is wrestling with uh, very much wanting to support me and realizing that this has affected her uh, and wanting to walk through this with me because it does affect her as well and her relationship to my mother. And at the same time, she uh, is torn by not also wanting to, also not wanting to mess up the status quo with our mother. Mm,
0: this is, Camille, this is identical. <laughs> I mean, to me yes. with my sister and my mom. Okay. Yes. Keep, keep going. Yes. And I understand.
1: My, my half sibling that, is, that I grew up with, it's uh, my brother. He uh, has been, he, he struggles with some mental illness and he's been distant in his own ways uh, and not Uh, reliable for many, many years. And so it's different. And he shares a similar path that he experienced in his first marriage. And so he and my mother actually have a lot in common and are very close, which is disturbing somehow.
0: Yes. When you have a pattern of, I don't know how you would, what's the right word is, enabling a mother like Mm -hmm. this, the kids I've seen in my my own family and with other NPEs, they sometimes that pattern continues of just trying to continue to enable that mom with with her, I guess, her personality. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing this so much. So I'm I'm curious, what is what's what do you see in the future with you and your
1: your family? It's an excellent question. I really latched on to Catherine's comment on our group this week, where she gave a beautiful statement about um, what we all deal with and how ridiculous it is for our mothers to say, aren't you over this? Why is it a problem? Can't we go on as we were? It, but it's the burning question for all of us. How, how do we go on? I did uh, go to Texas in May and visit um my mother for an hour in, in in May, as I say. And I have to say that I took someone with me because I was afraid that I wouldn't be objective in my memory of what I experienced. And so I took a friend who's a therapist as, as well as being my friend for a long time. And she really likes my mother. So I thought maybe that would make her more objective as well. And uh, when we left the house, she said, well, there's only one thing to tell you. And that is that it was void of emotion. So I, I brought emotion, but she meant the other way. There was no emotion that I don't know if you can imagine, but when you haven't seen your, your child, be they 13 or 55 in a two year period that you would not say to them, I'm glad you came. I'm so happy you're here. I, you know, touch them. And this is a mother who I had that kind of relationship with all my life, that close connected relationship. And Uh, I'm quite certain that the blame is so deep on her side for my having exposed something she wanted unexposed that she's willing to literally turn off her feelings and just be upset with me.
0: Oh, that is so sad. I'm sorry for you. Are you, are you a mom? Yes. Can you imagine treating your daughter like that? Absolutely not. No, exactly. Exactly. It's, Oh, that's sad. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, and I my two children. Just if it's relevant, my my two children are very supportive. They're young adults. Well, they're they're nearly thirty and thirty, and they um, have deep problems now having any kind of desire to connect with their grandmother, and yet were intensely devoted to her and felt very connected to her before this came out. So it's this has been very destructive, but I've a I'm a firm believer in truth. And I only see the problem with this truth being what my mother's been willing to do with it. And that has made us all suffer more than we would have. And in fact, the the beauty of this truth is is out there in boatloads with this information it gives to me and my brother about who we are and what we are and it answers so many questions and then to have these additional siblings which no one needs to feel bad about it wouldn't mean that we're choosing them over our others it's just what we are and yet because my mother is handling truth in the way she is and never prepared in all these years for having to deal with that truth it's hurt everything
0: yeah it really has. Well, I see that you're also active on, the, on our online support group, which thank goodness that DNA NPE site exists yeah. for us. And we have our local meet and greet, our <laughs> local chapter. Yes.
1: <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share today? Oh, you know, no, in this context, but wow, you know, there's just, it's just, crazy, all the all the ramifications and all the effects and all of the feelings. It's, you know, it cannot be understated that this is literally upends your life, this information.
0: Yes, it really does. I hope that at least on a, it's more unemotional really, but I, I hope that you were able to get now your medical history and maybe some some of that information now that you're in contact with some of the members of your family. Yeah. Yep. And we won't identify you out of respect for, you know, thank you for sharing your story. But if people want to get in touch with you, Camille, they can contact me and, and perhaps we'd make that connection and I can be contacted at the email address, NPE stories, at gmail.com and thanks again to Camille for sharing today these stories are here for us to identify with so be a part of the storytelling if you are an NPE that would like to share your story email npestories at gmail.com you do not have to give any identifying information and I'd like to hear from you subscribe to this podcast to hear more come heal with us